Welcome to Gabe and Carl Go to the Movies, a podcast about movies with Gabe and Carl. I'm Carl. I'm Gabe. And hey. today we're going to talk about Portrait of a Lady on Fire, Marriage Story, and Jojo Rabbit. Okay, we're starting with uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. You want to read the plot synopsis for Portrait of a Lady on Fire? Oh, no. I hate reading. Well, okay. Well, Just I do can, it. <laughs> I can do it. Uh, it's France in 1970. A painter named Marianne is commissioned to do a wedding portrait of Eloise, a young woman who just left the convent. Eloise is a reluctant bride-to-be, and Marianne must paint her without her knowing. She observes her day by day to paint her secretly. Right. So I kind of went in on this movie a little blind. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't sure what this was going to be about. Yeah, this is one that we were looking forward to seeing for a long time, but we kind of kept ourselves in the dark about it because there was all this buzz from the festival circuit of how great this movie was but it actually took forever to get a international release and make it here i think it's just because it wasn't available to watch everywhere so i just thought it was it made it a bit of a challenge to to actually go and see it because you had to go to specific time specific theater and all that kind of thing so i always find that a little more challenging so what did you uh what did you like about this movie I mean, yeah, just the the, the long close-ups really stood out to me. It just it, the, so much of the movie played out on the characters' faces. Right, right. right. Actually, it's funny because we went to see this with our friend Val, uh, who's a girl. And uh, at the end of the movie, when I was uh, we were driving all back, she even said how she felt the sexual tension in this film. Like she was like, "That was hot." Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> you really, you really felt it. I think that was because this movie's not complicated. No. It doesn't have like complex storyline and you know thirty characters you got to keep track of. It's very straightforward, very simple. Um, it's just a love story, but it's the anguish and the and just the the actresses were able to convey like that lust, yeah, so well. Yeah, yeah that's what I was trying to explain it to my friend who I thought would enjoy it. It was like it's hard to give it more than like yeah. a two sentence. Uh, description without feeling like you're giving away what happens in the movie because not that much actually really no. happens yeah not much happens even like the uh the portrait of a lady on fire like you're thinking i don't know i went into this movie blind and so actually that is kind of one thing that i at the beginning i wasn't sure what to expect i wasn't really sure what this was about so i was actually i felt that it started really slow yeah it did and so like not knowing what i'm watching um I actually was starting to kind of get sleepy at the beginning. For the first like twenty minutes, I was like, "What is this?" Well, yeah, it was a pretty late showing of the movie from yeah, but... but I just remember being like, <laughs> kind of having heavy eyes. I wasn't sure what to expect. I'm yeah. like, "What is this about?" Uh, but as soon as I started feeling that tension, yeah, between the two characters, I guessed pretty much right away. I'm like, "Oh," <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't. You're never like a hundred percent sure until they like sleep together. Yeah, you feel it, but you're like, yeah. So I think if you know what the story is, it kind of ruins it. Because for me, the tension, I kind of read it like that, and that's a testament to this, those girls' act, uh, yeah. acting abilities. Because like I didn't know what it was about, and I could just I felt it. Yeah, it's just weird. Like you felt like that. I don't know how they act like that. I don't know how you. It's no, all it eyes. Was, yeah, it was just, it all played across on their faces, right? It was really impressive the way they did that, especially 
the one scene where they're standing on the cliff and they're just kind of getting to know each other. Even and then. the camera keeps, like, uh, focusing back and forth on both of their faces as they kind of glance at each other, right? Yeah, I... Uh, that was fantastic. Yeah, it was just... A, and then, like, the other interesting thing was it's, like, the portrait of a lady on fire. So you're thinking, like, does she get burnt alive or something? So it's just... Right. It's, it's very innocent. Right. Yeah, because you do see the portrait early in the film right it's the whole film is actually a, f- a flashback right? yeah 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 so it's actually a bittersweet film because like yeah, it's, it's very like, very sad in yeah because like you i mean they're madly in love and they only get to spend what like i don't know how long they got this but like it was like a week for T- yeah two weeks or something, something like that something together like that, and yeah. then you know the other the the uh the woman of that the painting is being painted of her mother's rich she's from a rich family yeah. i guess and she's being married off to some you know i think he was venetian if i remember correctly something like that yeah I it was just uh and, you know the, just the times that it was or, or no it was sicilian right was it i don't, know. I don't remember what, do some doesn't, some doesn't, high up person like, doesn't matter <laughs> well off yeah person so but uh yeah and it's just sad it's the truth of the times though that's how it was right she yeah. had kids like I like how it kind of just didn't end after they uh, separated. It kind of shows yeah. a little bit into the future where she sees her in a painting. Yeah, and with spots, a child spots her far away at the opera. Yeah, that, that can we talk about that scene at the very end? Man, oh yeah, just in case we did, we didn't say it off the top. It, there's everything spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that scene was amazing. The way it just kept pushing pushing further in on her right you think you think it's gonna be the scene was gonna cut probably like 45 seconds before it does yeah yeah i think it's just gonna be like a quick thing like she sees her across the way right and sits down and it's gonna end because it i I, i'm i think it was because um when they were kind of getting close with each other uh she plays the piano and the other girls never heard like a a, an orchestra orchestra or whatever and the song she's playing on the piano is a song that's played yeah. by the orchestra at the end of the film. And uh, you can see it on her face that she's remembering her. But she doesn't. the other girl doesn't see the girl watching her, which is sad. It, I thought it was such a... Yeah. It's, it's so tragic. Didn't it's she, a tragic but beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah, bawling her yeah. eyes out in that scene. It's, yeah. It's... You keep uh, putting out it's a 2020 film. I think it's 2019. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I yeah. Like, where when Maybe, is it going to be mean, eligible for the Oscars? Was it avail- eligible for the Oscars that just happened, or? Well, I, I don't know if it was because I feel like it would have been nominated for best foreign yeah. or sorry, it's best. Is was it, it foreign? foreign? I, they changed the name of the. Wait, were they speaking now. a different language? I can't remember. If yeah, were. it was French. The whole movie was in French. Why am I blanking? See, that when good movies, you know, what's in a good movie that you forget at yeah. subtitles. Yeah, exactly. It was the same like Parasite, where I just. I forgot there was, mm-hmm. to be fair, a lot of the acting was done via the face, via the eyes. Um, two very attractive woman, women. Yeah. And, it, well, and because we live in Canada, we, we do actually have a little bit of a base in French. Even if you can't fluently speak it, when you watch a French movie, there's a lot of words that you're subtly picking up, right? Where yeah, I find that a lot of the times, I find that I'm only half reading the subtitles in a french movie because i do just understand the dialogue at least 
Yeah. 25%. We hear it, we right. hear it regularly. Yeah. Our politicians speak it. Yeah. We had to take it in school. So we have some base of it. So maybe it felt more natural. Yeah. But then again, I felt the same with Parasite. So. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, so the actress uh, acting wise, uh, what were their names? Uh, Adele Hanel and uh, what's the other girl's name? Naomi Merlant. Naomi Merlant. Naomi yeah. Merlant is the one with the brown hair. Uh, okay. Which yeah. one was the painterist? Adele? The, the painter? That was uh, Naomi Marlon. So the painter was Naomi, and yeah, the uh, girl being painted yeah. was uh, Adele. And <clears throat> I hadn't seen Naomi Marlon in a movie before. I have seen Adele Hanel in movies before. I don't know if I have French movies or she also. Yeah, they were in French movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've seen that many French movies. Yeah, huh? they're good. <laughs> yeah, this was a really good movie. Yeah, they they blew it out of the water. Yeah, it's fantastic. And that's it, really, outside of those two. And then there was the uh, like servant girl. Yeah, she she, she, was, she, was she was good, good, but a very minor character. Yeah, well, that's that's it. It's all it's all about the two main characters yeah. and their uh, their love for each other. All right, pretty so straightforward. What what uh, what was your rating for it? I think I gave it four and a half stars. Four and a half stars, yeah. Yeah, and I also gave it four and a half stars, and it's currently my favorite movie of twenty twenty. But uh, I guess maybe it's a twenty nineteen. We haven't film. really seen anything really. That, that we liked in twenty twenty. What have yet? we seen in twenty twenty so far? Uh, we saw Bad Boys and oh uh, on oh, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hasn't been particularly My, strong so far. <laughs> I mean, it's four and a half stars. It's a very strong movie. Yeah. Uh, probably if, as of right now, yeah, I'd say best movie of 2020 that I've seen because I saw it in 2020. I don't know if it's a 2020 film, but yeah. I mean, we technically saw 1917 in 2020 also, but the... okay. So I would I would rate 1917 ahead of this. Yeah, movie, but but not I'm by counting much. that I'm counting 1917 as a 2019. That's what film I did. Yeah, yeah, it it did come out in in theatrical release in, in December 20, in yeah. 2019. Yeah, we just saw it in like first week of January. And I, I'm obviously we'd both recommend recommend it. Oh, highly highly yeah. recommend. I think it, it's yeah. it's a must see. Um, yeah, well worth it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean. I would recommend seeing it in the theater if you can, but uh, that's unlikely. It's only playing at the TIFF Lightbox in Toronto now. So. Yeah, and I, I think that it's one of those movies you can watch at home. Yeah, for sure. Fairly easy. It doesn't require like a yeah. big screen or anything. All right, so uh, let's talk about Marriage Story. Yay. Um, <clears throat> so plot synopsis for Marriage Story. A stage director and his actor wife struggle with struggle through a grueling coast-to-coast divorce that pushes them to their personal and creative extremes uh what was your favorite part about this movie i think uh for me it was just like i felt that the uh maybe it's a combo of the writing and the acting um and the directing uh but i just felt very raw and real like i i didn't feel like i was at some point i forgot i was watching a movie and i was literally feeling i was watching a real life divorce yeah um I like how they didn't villainize either character. Like, for the beginning of the film, uh, Adam Driver's character is more villainized because you're seeing the divorce from the wife's perspective. Mm -hmm. And then as the film goes, uh, after he goes through his struggles, you know, not seeing his son, she's kind of pulling some, you know, stuff. He starts becoming... She starts becoming... I can't say the word. Villainized. Villainized. uh, But I felt ultimately they they both were really wonderful characters. Um, Amazing acting adam driver I mean, oh my god this is just i, I wrote yeah. my favorite part of this movie acting tour de force yeah. just unbelievable both ways just the the scenes with 
with Johansson and Driver just yeah. going at each okay, other. Can I just say everybody cast in this film was cast perfectly? Uh, yeah. Like the, the all the all the people playing lawyers, like uh, oh, Laura Dern and uh, what's the other Roy Loyota. Yeah, Ray, Ray, Ray Loyota. Yeah, he's he was really good too. And then what the other lawyer? Uh, I don't remember that actor's name. Oh, the old one. He was uh, yeah. good too. Blanking they found like uh, right now. they just found like really good uh, actors to play those roles. I felt like everybody kind of fit. Yeah, their their personas. Yeah. I really love that first eight minutes of the movie where it's just them reading oh, the letters of what they like about each yeah. other. Very, very sweet. It just, and it sets up the movie so well. And you're not where... expecting it, right? Because it's starting like, so you, you're you're starting a, a divorce, like it's a marriage story, so you know it's about divorce. Yeah. And like, but it starts in like such a kind of yeah, it just set, way. It yeah. sets up the tone for the movie so well, right? That it sets up that these people do care about each other right i think it, they still love each other yeah it shows it shows that they're both good people at heart before before you get to decide which side maybe you feel like you agree with yeah. right in in the argument it sets up that like these are both great people and they do love each other right and yeah it makes you realize that it's not just yeah it's as what the counselor says them right that you do love this person still right right i just think it was uh, really well done and like that raw scene where she comes visits him in his like rented house in la and uh they just get in that kind of like it starts that they're gonna have a talk and then they just get into that huge fight (laughs) adam driver like adam scarlett johansson was good in this movie but my god adam driver (laughs) that raw i don't know how it's so emotional so good yeah i mean i already knew I already thought Adam Driver was a phenomenal actor, but I came out of this going, he's one of the best alive right oh now. Oh my god! And the fact that he didn't look—I loved uh, Walking Phoenix's Joker. Uh, it was a hard physical role. Yeah. But in terms of acting, Adam Driver deserved the best actor for this because yeah. this was that, that scene that you talked about. It's phenomenal. When oh, he, when he's every scared, emotion when he's screaming like, "I wish the." I wish you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> but you just amazing. felt that you, you, what I loved about it is it was written in a way that like, who hasn't had that kind of argument with someone where you're like, you would literally say everything. That's the awfulest, most yeah, just, vile thing you can say, but it's just coming out of a place of pure, like yeah. emotion. And yeah. Like, you've just lost control and you don't necessarily yeah. mean what you're saying anymore. Yeah. Uh, there's so many like little, little moments like that in this movie. Like, uh, when he f- first comes to visit and he's taking, remember when he, he thinks he's taking his son trick-or-treating? Yeah. And then she changes her mind and the son kind of is sticking with the mom more. And it's just sad because you can see his like hurt by it. And then uh, one of the other favorite scenes in the film is, is when he has that child services lady come over. <laughs> and, he, and he does the knife trick and he cuts himself really fat. And you can just see the like everything in that. He's trying to be so good and, I forgot about the child services lady. That yeah. was such a interestingly she was so awkward part. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, and actually, one thing I noticed that I, I thought was really interesting was uh, I love that the director did this. So, in when he goes to his mother's her mother house before she he gets served the divorce. Yeah. Um. He he's up on the stair like upstairs, and there's photos on the wall, and there's photos of him mm-hmm. with her and the kid. And everything, and then at the end of the movie, when he comes back, uh, remember before he reads the his son starts reading that letter she wrote, yeah, but like that they read at the beginning of the film, yeah, he he notices the wall as everyone's getting ready 
for whatever. I think they were going out to some concert. I forget. It was a Beatles where, tribute concert. I, I forget what they were going to. So I think it was a Beatles tribute concert, which is cool. Uh, and then he looks at the photos, and they've all changed now. He's not on yeah. them anymore. And it it hit like it hits you. Yeah. Like it, it's such a powerful moment, and it's so well done because you're not thinking ever that those photos are really that important, but the use of them really hits home that these people's lives have now shifted these are the things that noah bomback does in his movies man yeah. it is he's just probably my favorite filmmaker going For right that, now he's yeah. just the attention of detail that he pays it's it's just phenomenal in yeah. every single one of his movies i mean if it wasn't uh teaki watiti i would definitely agree with you but <laughs> <laughs> yeah what didn't work for you is there anything in this movie didn't work for you um I think, no, I think everything worked. There was just certain times that it was like, it got really, really hard to watch. And I had to pause it for a few seconds right. and be like, like, like take a breath. Deep, See, but that works for me. Breath. I think that's, I, yeah. that's what made it so good. But it was just like, I don't know. That was the only thing. It was like, I felt like I got filled with negative emotions right. by it. But I mean, the, that's what it was going for, right? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. No, great. So what did you, uh, what did you give it? I gave it four stars, and it was my sixth. Only four? Uh, I think four is pretty good. Yeah, four. Five, I only have 15 movies rated uh, five, stars. five stars. So I, I've, I'm going in between four and a half and five. Like There are moments where I want to give this five, but then I think of the movies I give five stars to, and I go, I don't know if this one's quite there at that level. Yeah. But, uh, so four and a half. I'll settle on four and a half for this film, but I really, 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 really liked it. It's it's a really phenomenal film and the but I think that most of what makes it so good is the acting performances, yeah. right? And but other times it it's pretty slow sometimes. Yeah, I'm okay with that. See, I, no, I, I, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. No. I, I love plenty of movies that are a little bit slower, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think that like uh, movies today. If you watch like The Godfather or you watch some of these old classics, there's the cuts are slow. Yeah. The feelings are like the cuts are there to to move you or not to move you. They're they're there to let you breathe. Mm-hmm. I feel like movies today lose that a little bit. They're they're cut so fast. They're cut for action, not for feeling. And I think this movie kind of goes back to that tradition, like cut for feeling. Yeah. Cut for the right moment. Yeah, you can give tell yourself the time to breathe. Every every cut is very considered in this movie. Like, yeah. That the scene where Scarlett Johansson goes to Laura Dern's office, I think it's for the first time she goes there. Yeah, where she and wasn't at first, she wasn't thinking of getting a lawyer. It's just this long, extended monologue where yeah. she keeps going, going. That was so amazing. Yeah, yeah. that was good. I, I, it's on Netflix. Absolutely, just go see, just watch it. Yeah, who doesn't have Netflix or access to Netflix? Yeah, steal your friends' Netflix. We all already know you do. Yeah, <laughs> so just log on. Yeah, watch this movie. It's really worth it. Maybe don't watch it with the girlfriend or wife. I don't know. <laughs> so wait, where did you have this one in your list for 2019? I had it six. Uh, I really don't know. I'd have to go in. I think I had it top three. Yeah, I think so. Let me just check. I had it rated as my one, two, three, four, fifth. But I think I'd move it up. Like if it's these lists are always subjective. Like yeah, and sometimes it just has to do with what you watched recently, right? Sometimes yeah. you watch something again, and you're like, oh, that was even better than I remembered it being. Yeah, but it's it's in my top five. All right, do you want to talk about Jojo Rabbit now? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, Jojo is a lonely German boy who discovers that his single mother is hiding a Jewish girl in the attic. 
aided by his imaginary friend, Adolf Hitler, <laughs> Jojo must confront his blind nationalism as World War II continues to rage on. Right. All right. So, what worked for you best about this movie? I was really impressed with the uh, with this movie's ability to um, stay funny, but also serious. It's able to kind of walk that line. I know. I know. Uh, he. Uh, uh, Taiko Watiti had a lot of uh, caught. Like a lot of people complained or, or were annoyed by that, but I I thought it was really done well. I think yeah. when he needed it to be serious, it was very serious. And when he needed it to be light and funny, but I really like this take on war because we've had so many serious war movies. Mm-hmm. It's very rare we see comedy. And like actually, back in the day, in this in the sixties and fifties yeah. and stuff, there was a lot of comedy made of making fun of World War Two, making fun of Hitler, making fun of all that. Like, what was that yeah. show? Um, Hogan's Heroes. Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. There was. Uh, uh charlie chaplin Chaplin, the great dictator yeah so there's been a lot of like historical films this way but i think recently we've lost that ability like oh this you can't you can't make fun of this subject i I think that's silly i think a lot of people misunderstand the intention of it right they right they think that it somehow humanizes that like makes them seem like good guys for some reason if you make fun of them yeah but to me when you make fun of someone you're you tear them down, right? Yeah. You're you're deconstructing what, also, what was but, so what was so wrong about their beliefs. Yeah, right? but also you're you're kind of also pointing out that hey, these people were ultimately just people. And like the thing is I think we in our society we somehow think we would be better than them. And it's so easy to get into that that fault. And I think that if you were in that propaganda machine that world uh that hit Germany was yeah. during that time, I, I'm not saying you would have been, but I think a lot of people you know, a lot, a lot of us would have been in, would have been uh, just like Jojo. He's not a bad person. He's not a bad kid. He's a great kid. Yeah. But you know, he believes the propaganda. I think that's something that a lot of these uh, other war movies never touch on. Cause mm-hmm. It's hard. It's a hard topic because, you know, you you, you I have German friends. You have German friends. We mm-hmm. all know German people. I mean, you go to Germany. They're great people. But yep. you know, their family members, their grandpas and grand, you know, they were all Nazis. Right. Yeah. For the most part, like it's true. So it's really hard kind of thing to like come to terms with yeah. and i think this movie really shows you how like just because someone had a bad belief doesn't necessarily mean they were a bad person or doesn't mean necessarily they can't change yeah exactly it's a real ultimately this, this movie is about a redemption yeah it's a, yeah just about spreading love and compassion yeah even in dark times right yeah yeah all right so what who who worked best for you in this movie who was the Standout performance for for me, it's always Sam Rock. Anything where Sam Rockwell is in, he's just. I loved him in this movie. He his character was just so funny. It was so well. His character had so much depth, and like ultimately, he saved JoJo. Actually, he saved uh, the the Jewish girl. So we haven't even talked about any of the plot, but like yeah, but like so he saved the Jewish girl when the when the Gustavo and that that scene. Yeah, I mean that, and and that's another example of ridiculing nazi yeah which tradition shows how and, and ridiculous it was yeah just th- yeah. Th- these people should uh should never be taken seriously right no. these are people with extremely flawed customs and beliefs yeah. right that it, it yeah and like the when they walk into the door everyone has to uh howl hitler every single <laughs> person so you have like I don't. I didn't count, but there was like twenty Hal Hitlers. Yeah, in like a, something like, like two that. minutes. It was so funny. Definitely set the movie record for yeah. Hal Hitler. And then I think was really done well with that scene was that when they're doing it, it's kind of funny, 
when they're when they're first walking in, but when they go up the stairs to kind of search the house, yeah, and the, the Jewish girl comes out and pretends to be JoJo's sister, mm-hmm. she has to help Hitler them, and you really you could see it in her eyes, and yeah. um, it does kind of, and that's what I mean by this movie where it's there's comedy relief, then it brings it right back to like the realities of the situation these people yeah. live in, and like. I even I can't believe that this movie had a Schindler's Schindler's List moment where and Schindler's List the little red coated girl. Yeah, I this mean, had the same the, thing. The way they kept he kept doing the shots of his mother's shoes throughout the movie. Right? We weren't sure why. I think there's yeah. like three or four times before it focuses on her red shoes. Yeah, or JoJo's like at her foot level, or yeah, like, she's on the ledge walking, yeah. and he's kind of on the on the street, yeah. and then he sees her feet hanging when they hang her yeah and uh that was a powerful powerful moment yeah yeah, yeah oh just... can i can we also talk about archie yates that's that little boy jojo's friend oh, he's, he's so good he is the probably the most memorable thing for most people from this movie yeah he like <laughs> when he shoots that bazooka into the store <laughs> jojo what he says it's it, i'm not gonna lie it's not a very good time to be a nazi right now <laughs> <laughs> what a line yeah um i mean I, so I had never seen Thomasin McKenzie in a movie before. No, she was great. She was fantastic as the girl hiding she in the She was attic. so cute, too. And you she, can see why Jojo would totally fall in love with this girl, because <laughs> she was just awesome. I'm very much so looking forward to seeing yeah. her in a lot more things. I think she's, she, very, she's a beautiful uh, actress, yeah. and uh, she played this role amazingly. Yeah. I love the whole... Their, their love story is kind of cute, too. Obviously, <laughs> so you know, she, he's young and everything, but like... <laughs> she knows and like she's yeah. playing with him and he doesn't know what to do with these new feelings yeah and, yeah. yeah when she yeah she tells him like i love you like a brother right yeah and he's like like a brother <laughs> <laughs> and you felt that <laughs> yeah um i thought that the only thing that i i'm not saying i didn't like it but that the rebel wilson might have been a tiny bit over the top yeah you know what she was there specifically for comedic relief she was yeah she was funny i i just i don't know that was the one thing that i was like i don't know if this this character needed to be that over the top but or she said she had like already given out like six babies or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah back to sam rockwell though oh my god what a his light he only has a few and scarlett johansson was great in this too actually you know what another film and it might just be the writing along with the acting but Every single character, every person cast for the character, the kid who played Jojo Rabbit, uh, what's his name? Roman uh, Griffin Davis. Roman Griffin Davis. Yeah. Uh, even, uh, oh my gosh. A Taiko Atiti. Taiko, yeah. I can never yeah, say it. I read it and it, I don't read it as Taiko. <laughs> Ta- Atiti, Taika, I have no yeah. problem with Taika Waititi. Yeah. But him as Hitler, and he's an amazing director. I mean, he's currently my favorite current director, I think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing his next Thor movie. I don't know what he's doing after yeah. that i'm not sure but, what he's doing after that but he is such a gifted director and he is so funny i mean some of my favorite films of the last few years are his like i loved the, my favorite marvel movie is thor ragnarok yeah because it was just so great and hilarious yeah. and then uh what we do in the shadows was just yeah, brilliant you're a massive fan of that movie yeah i'm a huge fan of that movie and i think it's probably one of the funniest things i've seen since the office which is huge because like i love the office and what we do in the shadows feels very similar in that type of like that talent level of writing uh flawless comedy and then this movie i was so excited for it it really lived up to my expectations i thought uh, it was it had everything you'd want in a, in a great film it was hilarious yeah it was decent action 
and it was sad and beautiful at the same time. So yeah, yeah, I think he really did well. It, I mean, it, it's not just because it's a World War Two movie, but it reminded me a lot of Life Is Beautiful. Have you seen? I don't think I've ever the, seen that. No. It's an Italian movie that I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. it was very successful. Yeah, I think in 1998. But yeah, just the the mixture of deep deep tragedy and uh comedy it's yeah really amazing um so where did you oh rank uh, this one just wanted to oh, yeah. point out uh stephen merchant though actually one of the co-creator of the office the british series um he was in this he was uh, the one of the ss uh he was the head of the ss the tall guy oh yeah, yeah. Stephen Merchant. <laughs> i thought that was a great i didn't expect him to be in this and He's so good in that role. Yeah, yeah. I loved the uh, YouTube video of him and Taika Waititi, and I think Roman Griffin Davis was with them too, just breaking down the the scene oh, the where scene. they They're where they come the into tablet. the house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a really good. Yeah, he's video. really good in this, and I love that at the very end when he's like, "Oh, we left that guy hanging in the uh, torture or whatever," <laughs> <laughs> and they just drive off. It's yeah, just yeah, so funny. yeah. The way that they portray the, the SS. ss officers yeah. as like bumbling bureaucrats right it's that what is, they were really. yeah, yeah yeah all right so what did you give this movie i gave it four and a half stars i gave it five and i had it as my number one movie of last year i had it third yeah yeah i know but, but it's so subjective like i said with marriage story like i was also debating between five and four and a half yeah. for this one there's actually yeah. quite a bit of movies this year that i had kind of like uncut gems was one this one marriage story um in 1917 they're all kind of mixed for me i could uh, you know i loved whatever one i saw last was the one i loved the most <laughs> and then even then i go back in time like wait how did i feel about this yeah, yeah. they're also just such good films and this is uh probably my favorite war film of the last little while outside of 1917 see <laughs> i like this a lot more yeah. than 1917 yeah, yeah yeah see i had it rated a lot right along with 1917 1917 was beautiful but this film had I mean, as for a comedy, this film had so much heart. Yeah. That's what we... I feel like a lot of comedies don't have these days. Yeah? You think so? I feel like a lot of comedies don't cat this level of like... It's just because it's... They're written to be funny. They're not written to have any type of like... Right. Yeah, this movie has deep, Taika, deep humanity in it. Yeah, Taika Waititi, his comedies always have such a like point, like such a heart mm -hmm. to them deep down. And uh, this one definitely, definitely, definitely has that. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else? I can't awesome. think of anything else yeah, to add. Uh, right. dude, actually, we had a compared to last time, we actually had three really good films to talk about because last time was kind of a, a shit show. Yeah, was just just a lot of anger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We thought we would just talk about some movies that uh, that we liked from last year. I mean, JoJo just came out on uh, Blu-ray, and I yeah. rewatched. I would it, like so to buy it. Yeah, I think I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it. Yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah. Thanks okay. for listening and uh, well, see you later. See you next time.